About 30 years ago, I had the opportunity of taking a film appreciation class. Now, everybody in the class already loved movies. And we had a professor who had a great ability not only to communicate her enthusiasm, but to lead us into the deeper meaning of literature and film and the way movies were made. It was a great class. We would watch movies and then talk about them afterwards. One of them was a 1939 film in black and white called Stagecoach, featuring a very young John Wayne. John Wayne plays an escaped outlaw, and on the stagecoach are people supposedly of good repute, a banker, a doctor, a salesman, and a lady. But as the film progresses, we see the conventions are flipped. John Wayne as an outlaw is not a demon. And these people of great repute, they have their faults and flaws. In the end, one of the messages communicated is that we're all human beings, flawed, walking down this journey of life. Conventions flipped. In the second reading on this 26th Sunday of Ordinary Time, the passage is taken from the letter of Paul to the Philippians. And in that second chapter, scholars believe that Paul has copied the lyrics of an ancient hymn, contemporary to him, but possibly for us, the oldest recorded liturgical hymn. If we were to expect God to come into our world, to save the world, to come and teach us, how would we expect that he would do that? Wouldn't it be with great power and thunder and lightning in a, in a marvelous light that no one can miss? Every, he's got everyone's attention. The whole world witnesses the message, and we have the chance to change our lives. That's not what happened. The convention has flipped. In the beautiful lyrics of this hymn, we hear this. Though he was in the form of God, he did not regard equality with God something to be grasped. And here's the flip. Rather, he emptied himself, taking the form of a slave, coming in human likeness and found in human appearance. How does God come? Like one of us. The effect of this is to communicate to us for over 2,000 years that God cares about us. Can you care for someone any more than wanting to experience what they experience? To be like them. And so Jesus came to experience our joys, moments of happiness, but he did not shy away from the suffering. In fact, he went towards it. And people came towards him with their sufferings and their pain and their brokenness. And we see in moment after moment after moment in the scriptures, he did not shy away. I love the passage in Luke where it says, when all the sick of the town had come to the doorstep, he laid hands on them, every one of them, one by one. The hymn goes on. He humbled himself, becoming obedient 
to the point of death, even death on a cross. Now the word obedient has a distorted meaning in many of our minds. We might think of obedience as someone is in charge, they make the rules, I have to follow. It can take on the nature of something oppressive, but that's completely a distortion from how the word is meant and used in the scriptures. It comes from the Latin audiri, which means to hear. When Jesus humbled himself and was obedient to the Father, it's a loving listening to his Father. And he responds in love, even to the point of taking up the cross and dying. It's a different way. Now, what does this look like in ordinary life, in your life, in my life? Well, there are millions of examples. When we're in a time of great joy and our blessings are just so visible, it's so easy to follow the Lord, to be humble even in the midst of great blessing with gratitude in our hearts. But what about contentious times? I want to introduce to you a friend of mine, Father Joe. Now, Father Joe grew up as a street fighter in New York. And later he went into the Navy. And finally, he felt God was calling him to be a priest. Talk about a flipping of conventions. He's not the typical normal guy you would think of becoming a priest. And yet I know him. He's a wonderful man with a tremendous heart. When he, when he was ordained, the cardinal was going up to the parents of those who were ordained. And, they, and the cardinal said to Joe's parents, thank you for giving your son to the church. And Joe's father said, thank you for taking him. <laughs> Joe said he looked at his father like, I wonder what he meant by that. Well, Joe was a pastor at one point of a small bilingual parish in South Bronx. And it was a busy urban area. Lots of cars, lots of traffic. And, and Joe used to be really worried about the way the taxi drivers drove so fast with so many kids around. And he would always be going out to yell at them to slow down. Somebody's going to get hurt. So the feelings between the him and the taxi drivers were not cordial. One day, Joe was walking to a neighborhood store, you know, one of these little stores. And outside were three of these taxi drivers. And he saw these guys there, and they were making fun of him. One of them was even tilting back his chair, you know, so that the two front legs of the chair were up in the air. He said, oh, I knew I could go over there and flip that chair and have that guy on the ground. So as he's walking into the store, one of the drivers is coming out. And as he walks by, as he's opening a Twinkie, and he flipped the plastic, and it landed right on Father Joe's chest. And Father Joe said, I was so mad. He was at the cash register, and the guy at the cash register says, Father, don't let those guys bother you. And he was thinking, how does he know that I'm upset? And he looked down, and he was about to squeeze the milk and the orange juice out of the bottles. As he went back to church, he was going to say noon mass. And he said, how can I say mass when I'm feeling this angry inside? He went down and right at the edge of the sanctuary and looked up at the crucifix. And he prayed just what he was feeling. He was telling Jesus, Jesus, you need to come down from that cross 
And we need to go out and get those guys. It's too safe being up on that cross. And he felt at that moment that Jesus looked down at him and was saying to him, no, Joe, you need to come up here and be with me. Joe's heart changed immediately. Yeah, it's important to fight for justice and stand up for what we believe in, but not with anger and hate. That never leads to a good place. The only way for healing and unity is to do so with love, the way Jesus did. Lord, give us the grace to allow you to sometimes flip the conventions in our eyes, in our hearts, as we might demonize others, or to see the self-righteousness that can creep into our lives so subtly. Give us the grace and the courage to stand up for what we believe, but to do it your way, emptying ourselves humbly, taking up your cross and following you. For only then can your kingdom come. We ask this in the power of your name, Jesus Christ, our Lord. Amen.